Hi, this is Jimmy Burgess, the author of the Amazon number one best-selling book, What Just Happened, How to Bounce Back in Life so you can do more, have more, and be more. You're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. Welcome to an episode of the App Guy podcast. It's me, your host. I'm Paul Kemp, and it's with great pleasure um, I have a special guest for us today. Uh, one of the reasons I set this podcast up many months ago now, it's probably like uh, three quarters of a year ago now, um, was because I actually listened to this uh, this crazy podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire, and it really inspired me. So I thought I could do that. So um, it's a real special guest. His name is John Lee Dumas. You must have heard of his podcast because it's it's won the best of iTunes in 2013. I'm sure it will win 2014 as well. He's certainly got my vote. Um, he's got uh, well over half a million uh, listens uh, per month. And, and John is also the founder of Podcasters Paradise and Webinar on Fire. And he's been featured in Time and Inc. magazine. John, it is brilliant that you've come on to our, our uh, podcast, uh, the App Guide podcast. Paul, I am incredibly excited to chat with you and your listeners today. And of course, I'm prepared to ignite. Wonderful. Well, I feel uh, totally inspired. Um, perhaps, you know, for the maybe the odd one or two listeners who uh, are not sure uh, about you, could you give us a little bit about, you know, your business? Tell us what you do. Absolutely. So I do run a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire, which is a seven day a week business podcast. So we interview inspiring and successful entrepreneurs and we tell their story, Paul. We go back to their journey and talk about a failure and lessons learned from that failure story in their life. Then we move a little bit forward and talk about an aha moment they've had and how they turned that light bulb idea into success. And then we do get to that point about talking about what they are successful with right now. And then we end with the lightning round, Paul. We end with a bang. And it's great with resources and books and the best advice they've ever had. So we have a blast. We've done over 600 episodes now. And I don't see a stop until we get to 1,000. So it must be wonderful to have this huge network. Uh, you know, like a, uh, you're, you're talking to a bunch of indie app developers. We develop apps. We love doing apps. And I can imagine, like, uh, it, it, is it right to say that once you build an audience, like you've built your audience, that you can uh, almost engage with that audience and monetize that audience and not just with you know running um, information products or webinars or but but perhaps with apps as well is that something you would resonate with i think the most important thing that any entrepreneur paul can do in this day and age is create an audience is grow an audience that knows likes and trusts you that you have authority and credibility in whatever that niche might be. If it's for apps, then if you have an audience that respects your knowledge, your information about that, that's just gonna take everything that you're doing to a whole new level. That's why I love what you're doing, Paul, with your niche, because you're bringing on great guests, you're sharing great information for free to an audience that's very hungry for it. So what are you doing? You're establishing yourself as an authority figure in this industry, and that's a very powerful place to be and a great audience to have. And that's exactly what I've seen with Entrepreneur on Fire, where we went from two downloads the first day, literally, to where in April, sorry, May, 
we had over 829,000 unique listens in over 145 countries around the world. And it's that audience that's generating over $100,000 in revenue for Entrepreneur on Fire on a monthly basis. And without it, we'd be nothing. It's just such a wonderful story. And I know that you're going to be inspiring everyone listening right now. Uh, one of the things I want, you know, like the listeners to think about is that once you build this audience, we've had past guests that have an established audience that actually launching an app, for example, is a lot easier because you're more likely to get up to the uh, top of uh, the paid app store by uh, having an audience that will be the beta testers, that will be the promoters of the app. And uh, I just want people to think about that. Are you an app user, John? Do you use apps in your life? I do. I just downloaded an app that I love. It was a recommendation from a past guest because I have every guest recommend their favorite app or resource. And so oftentimes they are apps. And it was the Sunrise app, which is a calendar for your either Android or iPhone, which blows the Google Calendar app away in every way, shape, and form. And I actually enjoy now opening up my calendar on my phone where before it was such a pain. So there's an example of an app I just installed like a week ago that's already changing my life. Well, because uh, your morning routine, I know, is, is very important to, <laughs> to you, isn't it? You talk about it quite a lot. You know, just remind us, uh, how important do you think your morning routine is to you and your success? It's incredibly important. And to give a little background about me, Paul, I'm come from the military times. I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years from the ages of 22 to 30. I spent 13 months uh, in a tour of duty in Iraq. So I really come from that very regimented, disciplined background where we realize that, you know, you get up early, you train hard, you work hard, you go to bed late, you wake up the next morning and you do it again and you don't complain because especially when I was in the military and even for those serving right now, it was literally a life and death experience. So you were going to complain about working hard, about staying up late, and about waking up early when it came to that reality. And I just took a lot of that mentality when I left the military and applied it to my entrepreneurial journey, which was Entrepreneur on Fire. I, I like hanging out as much as anybody else. You know, I love being social. I'm going to a wedding in a couple hours here, and that's going to be a blast, and I'll dance the night away and have fun. But when it comes down to it, 95% of my focus is on Entrepreneur on Fire and waking up early is definitely part of it. So I'm up at 5.20 a.m. every single morning, shower, sitting down in front of my computer with a little bowl of breakfast in front of me before 6 a.m. And there's a lot of times, Paul, where I get more stuff done between 6 and 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. And that was kind of a little saying we had in the Army was, we get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. And I really loved that quote. I'm like, that feels great to be proactive every single day, not to wake up and start the day being reactive, knowing you're already behind the eight ball. You have an inbox full of emails. You have all these tasks waiting to be done. And you know the sun's already way up in the sky. I like to get ahead of the game. And I do that every morning with an early start and a fresh start. So I just want to warn you, if you're going to a wedding, obviously all the apps that will be around you, uh, people can live stream you now. And uh, so if, you're, <laughs> if your dancing is questionable, then... Uh, <laughs> well, it's pretty funny. The last couple of conferences I've gone to and spoke at um, has been with Pat Flynn. And we've gone into this very nice routine of having a dance-off. And of course, they always get recorded and put on... Um, different Vine and different different apps that are in Instagram and people are just really enjoying watching us live do dance-offs and we have a blast doing it. 
You know, it's an important aspect there is that you do live a lot of your life, I guess, in, in public online because you're just putting so much of yourself online and so much of your personality. Uh, how important is that, I, I guess, to and, and how scary must that be to just have a lot of stuff about you online? It is scary. And it's just a reality that I committed to quite some time ago when I decided to launch Entrepreneur on Fire and do this really large task of bringing a daily show to the world, interviewing, inspiring, and successful entrepreneurs and sharing their journey. I knew that if it was successful, it was going to be very successful because it had to be for me to keep putting in that much bandwidth. And then I knew if it was going to flop, it was just going to flop and that would be fine. So I accepted the the opportunity that was going to be possible out there, that it was going to take off, that I was going to build some credibility and some authority in the podcasting space. And I was really willing to take that on because I saw other people carrying that torch in different niches like Pat Flynn with Passive Income, like Amy Porterfield in Facebook and Mari Smith in Facebook and Greg Hickman in the mobile world. So I was really seeing these people that were stepping forward and doing this and I was saying, you know what? I really respect what they're doing. They're inspiring a lot of people by being out there and vulnerable. And I really am willing to do that. I've already fought for my country. I've already put my life on the line. Like I know what it means to serve and I know what it means to be out there and put your, put your life at risk. Now I'm just kind of putting my reputation at risk and my privacy at risk, which when I compared it to my time in the service, didn't seem quite so daunting. So that kind of gave me the courage. That kind of gave me just the will to want to go forward. And with that focus again, Paul, which is the tagline of Entrepreneur on Fire, to inspire millions. That's the goal. And now we've been downloaded over 7 million times since we launched. We continue to climb towards that epic 1 million downloads per month mark, which we're not quite there yet. We were at 829,000 in May, but we're continuing to grow. And it's just been a great journey. And you know, there's definitely been failures, mistakes, and bumps along the way all of which we share every single month in our monthly income reports. Just like we share our successes and our revenue that we generate, we share those failures and those mistakes that we're making because it's really important for our audience to know that, you know, listen, this is just part of the game, the, the failures and the mistakes and the wins and the losses. But what was really interesting as well is that we've had some past guests where inspiration can come from anywhere. So I, I remember interviewing an app developer who gate crashed. A, a, it was a wedding crash. And uh, his fantastic idea came from that. And so I guess nice. you, could be, you could be struck by a, an idea at any point in time. It's just a case of getting out there is what you're saying and, uh, and just uh, being part of what's going on. Um, totally. And Paul, I want to kind of bring this real quick back to an original point you made that I think really needs justification and hammering home because it's such a great one. And that's the whole building audience thing. And, you know, we kind of talked about this point, but then brushed over, but it's so important with the audience because what does that do, Paul? That validates your idea. I was just reading an article today by Brian Harris, I think his name is from Video Fruit, who was featured in Lead Pages. And he was talking about how he spent five months and like $3,000 making an app that he thought was going to rule the world that ended up generating a total profit of $615, putting him obviously quite far in the hole. But then what did he do? He built an audience. He listened to that audience and the audience told him what they needed. And then he just launched an incredible MVP, minimally viable product of it. And it's gone on to do incredibly well with just 
hours of work as opposed to five months of work and with minimal investment as opposed to a larger investment. So when you have that audience, Paul, like you are building and you can reach out to them and say, what are you struggling with? Get the ideas from there. Create minimally viable products that they will take their wallets out, their purses out and actually pay for before it's a finished product. Then you know you have a winner. Then you know you can actually put the resources you should towards it that you're not wasting time and Paul, it all comes from that audience. Now, well, I resonate with that totally, John. And, uh, you know, for, for example, uh, well, I've listened to my app developers. They're, they're very short on time. And so we're sort of looking into doing uh, done-for-you services to help them grow their audience. And uh, then when they come to release their apps, then they've got this audience behind them. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen to, and, and, and in fact, uh, I would say the common theme through my 110 episodes has been the problem-solving. Every successful entrepreneur or app developer or author that we've uh, talked to seem to come to this point of uh, problem-solving. And that's why one of the things I ask uh, almost every guest is, um, can you think of a pain point currently in your business that you're suffering from, some, something that's really frustrating you? Um, the reason we ask that is because then maybe we could flesh out a brand new idea for an app that potentially could, we could build. So do you have any pain points in, or frustrations, do you think, John, that uh, you can share with us that, that, uh, that, that's in your business right now? Well, I definitely am a very systems-oriented person. So when I can find an app that helps me with systems, that helps me actually execute those systems, like the um, IFTTT, like that to me is just a brilliant concept. Now, I, I can admit that I haven't utilized it to its fullest potential by any stretch, but I just do love those type of apps that just make my life simpler by basically taking things off of my plate and automating them. So that's really where my head's at when I'm looking for something that's interesting because all I have is time, Paul, and all entrepreneurs have is time. And the more that we can really free up our bandwidth to do other projects and products and services that actually can generate revenue, that's where it is. I mean, for us, Entrepreneur on Fire is, is a very successful podcast, but if I didn't develop the right systems, Paul, to do a seven-day-a-week podcast just one day a week, which is what I do every single Monday, and that took time to get that system down pat, then I never would have been able to develop Podcasters Paradise, which is the number one community in the world for podcasters to create, grow, and monetize their podcast with over a 1,000 members. And Paul, we just crossed a $700,000 revenue point with Podcasters Paradise that, again, never would have been able to be created without me having the free bandwidth to sit down and do it by coming up with systems. So if you're an app person listening right now, Think about some pain points that entrepreneurs and that business people go through that takes away from their bandwidth daily. If you can offer them something, that's gold. I mean, there's almost no limit to the amount of money I would spend to free up a significant portion of my time. I mean, Entrepreneur on Fire, the podcast is great. We're generating over $40,000 every single month on sponsorship revenue alone. But that would be all I would be making if I didn't free up bandwidth to do those other products and services like Podcasters Paradise, like Webinar on Fire. So, do, John, do you have any apps at all for your business? Have you thought about building any apps? That's not really an area that I've thought to dedicate and to focus my bandwidth on, Paul. Um, again, if I could do everything, I would, and that would definitely be one of them. But we really kind of have our priority tasks listed out for 2014. And building an app is not on it. It just shows that uh, 
how successful you can be with without actually uh, appealing to you know an iPhone or an Android device. But uh, that you know, I mean, it's incredible that most of your audience is probably listening to you from a phone. I, I guess out of totally, the, yeah. I actually have some specific stats for you on that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, the wave that is happening towards mobile right now. In 2013, and this is from Edison Research, like which is considered the highest, most quality research for all media across the board. In 2013, 34% of people were listening to podcasts on, uh, on smartphones, tablets, or portable devices. It went from 34% in 2013 to 51%, a 17% jump in 2014. And I only see that going higher and higher. So, I mean, this is an area you, you definitely cannot um, ignore. I mean, this needs to be a focal point of your business. You know, I made sure a long time ago that my site was mobile responsive. I definitely do have an Entrepreneur on Fire app that's out there that you can read the blog post and listen to the podcast. And it's been downloaded thousands of times, but I do not have an active idea coming out for an app Entrepreneur on Fire related. Yeah, I can imagine that all your interviews as well, you must get so many uh, ideas for- So uh, many. Yeah. But uh, mobile, mobiles, I mean, smartphones, huge. Yeah, that's that's our community, and you know, we as I say, we love building apps. And so, anyone listening out there, then uh, you know, maybe uh, the 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 a few years time, uh, you could we could see a podcasters paradise uh, app that enables the uh, members to to social network through the the app or uh, to communicate or to share, you know, that's, like vital information. Yeah, I <laughs> know. <laughs> we always come up with some great ideas on this show. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, John, in the last few minutes that we have, we know that you're an incredibly busy man. We're obviously very honored the fact that you've, you've joined us uh, on our Thank podcast. You. And um, in, so in the last few minutes, what would you think would be, um, you know, think about the audience, indie app developers, what, what could you suggest to anyone who uh, may be thinking about becoming a full-time entrepreneur or a full-time indie app developer. Have you got any suggestions or advice for us? So I do want to just go back to our theme because, Paul, I love when themes develop within podcasts, within interviews, within episodes, because I really feel like that makes it a great takeaway for the listener. And for me, the theme that's just really been prevalent when we've been chatting here today has been growing an audience. So if you are looking to get into the online entrepreneurship game, if you're looking to get into the app game, if you're currently in the app game and you're looking to maybe flesh out some more ideas and to really take it to the next level, then start looking for ways also to grow your audience. And you know, I'm gonna go back again to, to Brian Harris, and I hope I'm getting his name right. I actually have the article pulled up here. I should definitely double check on that. Yeah, it okay. is Brian Harris. And you know, he's a guy here of video fruit that is just doing things. He's creating apps, he's creating different products and services, and then he's just writing case studies about them. And people are publishing them, lead pages is. And so what is he doing? He's increasing his reach, he's increasing his audience, he's increasing his overall perpetu perpetual listeners that are actually gonna be tuning into him, which is so critical so that he can go in and ask that audience what they're struggling with, create create those results for them in a very minimally viable way, and then prove it. If he doesn't prove it, hey, move on to that next one. Don't spend six months behind closed doors creating something because 
And I'm begging the listeners not to do that. I mean, Paul, how long is six months in today's world? It's like 34 dog years. It's scary. You you need to be agile. You need to be on your feet. You need to be tuned in every day, all day, and only test, test, test. And not until it's proofed do you throw money, time, and resources after it. And that's just an exciting part of it too. Everything should be tested. Everything needs to be proved before we spend our most valuable um, resource on it, which is time. And- it's incredible, actually. And thinking about the uh, numbers that you just gave us for podcasting, and you know, I, I guess we have to remind ourselves that podcasting numbers are slightly different from app downloads because the the engagement. You know, this is people listening to your every word uh, and really building up trust. Whereas uh, downloading our app, you know, for example, Angry Birds has been downloaded two billion times. You know, apps <laughs> apps have these enormous numbers. We've interviewed app developers that get two hundred thousand downloads a day, um, and. Uh, but but there's no it's really hard to engage with an uh, an app user uh, in the way that it is to engage with a listener of our podcast. So it's I think that's an important takeaway to just remind ourselves that uh, you know what you've achieved is is phenomenally uh, amazing. Thank uh, you. What um, what's the best way of reaching out and connecting, John? Where where best can we find out more about you? Well, Paul, all the magic for us happens at eofire.com. And that's where we have all our recent episodes, blog posts about entrepreneurship in general, resources that we recommend that we use. And uh, we mentioned it a couple of times during the interview, but we do a free and live weekly podcast workshop at podcastersparadise.com. It's for anybody, Paul, that thinks a podcast might be for them in 2014. Obviously, like you made that decision over 100 episodes ago, and I commend you for that. And we just give away a ton of value. We, excuse me, share why podcast is exploding, the directions it's taking, how you can implement it into your business, growth strategies, monetization strategies. We have a lot of fun every week on this live and free webinar that you can claim your spot at podcastersparadise.com. And Paul, a lot of people don't know this, but 90% of podcasts never get past episode seven. So you at episode You've hit the century mark, episode 100 plus. I think you said 110 now. Yeah, that's, that your, that's your episode, 110. That's, uh, 110. <laughs> it is incredible that you have absolutely, you know, 1,000 x the 90% of podcasters, putting yourself in, you now not only that top 10%, but are over you, are you throwing the Gordon-Lit down there, John? You're, we, uh, <laughs> you're at the top 1%. So, so all I need to commended. do is a, a, a podcast every uh, couple of hours and, and do that for a year, and then maybe I can reach your dizzy then you'll catch 600. Up to <laughs> <me>. <laughs> then you'll catch up to me. But I just am um, saying it's impressive what happens when people choose an area, commit to it, and persevere. So many people just walk away right before they actually start finding that success, before they start getting that traction. And it's really sad to see, Paul. So, you know, kudos to you, kudos to anybody that's listening right now that is currently persevering and plans on doing so because that is where the success comes. Well, John, enjoy your wedding. And uh, I recommend, (laughs) you know, we'll we'll obviously have a big push for this episode to see if we can get you above that uh, 1 million mark Boom. <laughs> and uh, yeah, all the best to you John what a fascinating I'm certainly left this inspired and uh, no doubt uh, everyone uh, listening as well so John it's been a real pleasure thanks for joining us on the App Guy podcast uh, you're welcome back anytime and all the best with Entrepreneur on Fire Paul thank you it's been a pleasure 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at onemob.com. The App Guy Podcast 